everybody. Welcome to the Game by Show podcast. It is February the 6th, 2023. The Ides uh, the whole, of February. The Ides of, Fe- the Ides of freaking February. The All four of us are here tonight. Of February. That's right. The, the Ides jokester over there. That's Dale Jones. Say hi, Dale. Hello. Uh, we got Jeremy Lamont as well. Jeremy. Hello. Hey. Jeremy's usually the Ides jokester, but not tonight. Dale I mean, like, snaked Dale it from to it. He got it. It must, true. must truly yes. be the Ides, because yes. I feel like I've been stabbed in the back. <laughs> That's right. And Jared Dunn. Hello, Jared. Hello. I have a sword. It's a new sword. Yeah, you do. There, That's the doing the stabby. Jared had a midlife crisis and bought a sword. I bought, like, way more than one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, if you missed our pre-show on YouTube, uh, sorry, not sorry. Hey, Jared, do you have a spandau? No. What does that even mean? But I also a, have type of sword. this sword. It's the thing you do a ballet with. Do you have a sparda? No. Or a... Uh, you know what? You know what I would totally buy? I would totally buy a Spaffa? replica. You have a Spaffa? Of the Heavenly Spaffa? Sword. No. From the PS3 Spaffa? game, Heavenly Sword. Yes. But hey, listen. Jared's Wouldn't that be way too big to carry, though? No, no. Check this out. Did I ever show you guys this? I've got yeah. one right That's here. Heavenly Sword. Actual size. Letter opener. Come on, Jared. <laughs> Actual size. Nice. Of course Jeremy has a Heavenly Sword letter, letter opener. Letter opener. Of course. <laughs> of course. Like, what... Would have you ever thought anything different? Like, no. Like, who on this planet of everyone you know would have a Heavenly Sword letter opener? You it's, would have guessed Jeremy. It's so cool, too. I'm very happy yeah. with it. It's one of How my did favorites. you even get that? Cool. Was it like a pre-order bonus? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I actually got this on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he specifically oh. went out in search of oh, Heavenly yeah. Sword memorabilia. But I found this. That thing previously belonged to, like, Dan Shu of EGM or something. Prob- probably. Like, there's, there's some somebody's got some famous yeah. luminary... DNA on there. No, it's Gollum that owned it and he sold it to you. What's yeah. everybody's weirdest video game tchotchke? We know Jeremy's. I mean, that might be yeah, my, <laughs> my. Um, I don't know. I, got, I have I got a... Um, when you reserved Metal Gear Solid way back in like 1997 or whatever when GameStop was taking reservations for that, they gave you a metal cover spiral bound notebook where the first like three or four pages were the um, Yoji Shinkawa art Whoa. And I've still got that somewhere. That's cool. Yeah, that thing rules. I do have a Star Wars Jedi Outcast uh, keychain with a lightsaber, so I've got all kinds of swords oh. going on over here. Oops, I'm dropping I, I have a Titanfall 2 statue. Hey, that's cool. You've got that. Don't you still have that Homeworld mothership there? No. What? Don't have the I, home. I never got it. I was I, like, my uh, wife and I were talking about that like a couple months ago. I was like, I don't remember the that, name of this character. It's like my biggest from, regret in life. Man, I always <laughs> thought, Jared, I, I, this whole time I thought you were so cool for having that. That's Edward Kenway. Sure is. Wow. Assassin's Creed Black Flag figurines. The so, Devil of the Caribbean. This is some Hope, more exclusive YouTube content. Hopefully will redeem myself. Uh, I am getting the mothership for Homeworld 3. It might oh, nice. be. Well, there we go. We flexed our nerd muscles again on our on our new podcast feed. Uh, welcome to old and new. Yeah, we need to feeds. address that for a second. I'm going to apologize to everyone for us sucking for so long. Listen, <laughs> uh, never apologize had... for our sucking. That's no, no, no. We own it. No, listen. We we had a shared hosting plan on a shitty host, like web host, and we basically they got tired of us hosting all of our podcast files on their server. <laughs> Despite it being a unlimited all the things server, right? Yeah. Like 
they basically audited our server one day and said, nah, you gotta remove all this. And we said, well, F you guys. We're not gonna pay here and pay somewhere else to host our files. And we peaced out. That's right. But what that means... Justly. Like, they legit, our website was down for a day. If you if you guys frequent our website, which I'm sure you all do. Oh, sure. With all the yeah. wonderful content Hourly we have there. The hub of the internet. Whenever, whenever you want to get to our YouTube channel, you probably go to GameByShow.com and then click on the YouTube link. Mm -hmm. That's probably exactly what you do. Uh, it was actually down for, like, a day while I called GoDaddy. and was like, yo, uh, please, what's going please, on, sir, nerds? Please don't own us. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so we are over. There is a new podcast feed, so if you did not subscribe directly through iTunes... You probably need to subscribe again to the new feed, but but there's a new logo. New yeah, we're gonna art. be on. We're all gonna be on Spotify. There's new album art. There's new all of the above. Ultimately, it's a great day here at the Game by Show podcast. We're happy to be. Recording Unfortunately, the show same old host with all y'all. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that, the, yeah, the most integral the thing content. has stayed the same and very bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. We do apologize for that. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Thanks for listening, and thanks for dealing with the shit that we had to go through. Listen, we had to go through it, and the feed is like, got seven episodes on it, so we're slowly rebuilding the feed, you know? The worst uh, part about the old setup was where you had to edit the RSS feed in, like, Notepad. I, oh, I've that is the feed so several stupid. Times. I broke the feed so many times. Listen, young, young and really... Uh, you know, energetic Legrand web developer from a decade that was, ago. That was when, a cost-effective solution. From, from 15 years ago when I started podcasting, young, energetic software engineer Legrand just built his own feed. And, well, when it's we so started doing this thing... It's so much better to do it by hand. No, artisanal. Yeah, you're like, artisanal. oh, yeah, you can, you, can yeah. Cost, you can do what you want. Well, back yeah. then there wasn't... Well, there probably was. <laughs> but we didn't use the services that were available it's to us. True. But now we it do. Was. It now was. It was a bespoke feed. Yeah. Listen, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. I guess. I didn't have to anyway, do it that often, so it was that's fine. enough. We're not, and we will never talk about it again. Uh, until next time, we'll probably mention it. <laughs> well, everybody, welcome to the show. This is the Game by Show. Let's talk about some video games. Do it. Um, Let's do it. I'm gonna start. Okay. Uh, I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise uh, almost exclusively for a Whoa. while. Now. For like at least the last. I was going to talk about it last week, but Jeremy forbade. Hey, forbade I forbade my game last week, too, so I brought it this week. So it's going to be a great episode this week. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, I haven't stopped playing Monster Hunter Rise for, like, the last couple weeks. Who says you have to? Um, you don't. You don't. That's right. And uh, Monster Hunter Rise is a really, really good game. It's um, more Monster Hunter, which also means that it's awesome. It rises. Um, it rises. Uh... There's a new setting. The monsters are called the same. There's like the same monsters, but there's also new monsters. Rathalos. There's a Rathalos, which I actually have a quest to kill fight my first Rathalos. I did fight a Rathian. I have the full Rathian armor set, which is Magaya cool. Crux or whatever. Uh, is that guy in there? The, the Jaggies have different names, though. The Jaggies, Jaggies are, are back. There's a great Jaggy. There's Kuripeka? Jaggy and Jaggyas. Um, what else is there? Is, Ku is Kurupeko in there? Uh, there's, yeah, the Cuckoo, whatever, with the rock. <laughs> that he hits you with? You know, who's that guy? The Cuckoo Pel Pelu Cuckoo Cocopelli? Is that his name? No, that's uh, Yeah, I think we're probably talking about the same guy, you, but I'm not sure. You would recognize him. There's a dude, there's like a little bird with a big beak and he holds a rock. And he smashes and you. And they're they all they're like usually carry eggs or something like that. And yeah, and something. you can like steal his eggs from like Birdo. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm Birdo. Um Yeah, so uh the one the one big difference I guess that is really cool 
in this game that I really appreciate is, um, so you remember in like Monster, so my first real Monster Hunter game was Monster Hunter World, Mm -hmm. which was the last major big boy console that was on 3DS, right? Uh, And... And in that game, you had like a palico, your little cat that would follow follow you around and fight with you, and you could give him gear, and he would distract the monster for you or drop you a heal every now and again or whatever. In this game, they also added a, a little dog that runs around with you too. And the coolest part about the dog is that you can ride it. And so traversing the world in Monster Hunter Rise is a lot quicker than in... Um, in, in Monster Hunter World. In the next game, games. there's going to also be an old lady that follows you around yelling at you to stay off the lawn. <laughs> I'm down for I'm down. With Actually, that. they I'm also added a Kohoot, a uh, little bird guy, little owl. Oh yeah, I, I don't know what that does though. What is that uh, what is the owl? Yeah, I you know, I haven't he, really got that far, but he looks cute and fluffy. He, he helps yeah, the hoot. Him. He's one of the two hoots. The Kohoot. He's the Kohoot. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing is the names so it's the K uh let's see. So it's uh Palicos cuz they're your pals. The dogs are called. Um, oh, what are the dogs called? I'm, Nobody knows. Anyway, anyway, Dog the whole knows. idea is that all the names. There's are felines like, and canines now. Like yeah. Um. Anyway, so that makes it really, really cool to get around. So sometimes, you know, when your monster like pieces out, he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna get out of here and I'm gonna fly somewhere else because I'm tired of fighting you here." And it gives you a chance to kind of regroup, sharpen your weapon, take some potions, and then follow after him. Well, the cool part is with the dog is sometimes you like beat the monster to the location that he's going to because you can ride faster than he can travel um, sometimes. Or you like catch up to him early and start attacking him. Um, so that's a very, very welcome change. The other big things that they added is uh, something called the wi- uh, wire bugs. Wire bugs. And so uh, you use the wire bugs to kind of zip around. So you basically it's kind of like a little grappling hook that you can use. Um, but the wire bugs also are what's used to weaken the monster so that you can ride the monster. And so they kind of put a bigger emphasis on that over Monster Hunter World. In Monster Hunter World, you could jump off of a higher ledge and land on the monster. And if you did it just right, maybe you'd get on top of the monster. It, it was like a prestige move. It was like, you know. You oh, yeah. Know. Yeah. And I never did it on purpose once. Like, ever. <laughs> in my, all of my time playing Monster Hunter World, I never could just... I never could do it. And in this game, effectively, you have different attacks that you can do with these wire bugs. And in doing so, you kind of bind up the monster in this web of wire bug web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and once you do once you do it enough, then all of a sudden it says, hey, ride the monster. And you like hit him, attack him one more time. And then your guy jumps up on top of the monster. And now you're basically driving around a monster. And every monster has different attacks. And I'm sure this was the same in Monster Hunter World. I just never experienced it. But you basically have different attacks with the monsters. And then you can ride off on like this monster you were hunting to go to find another monster. And you start attacking him with the monster. Um, which is pretty satisfying. And then mm. you can build up a meter as you attack. And then once you fill up the meter, you can execute a super attack with the monster that does a ton of damage. And it's very, very cool to jump on top of a Rathian or a, a Baroth or whatever and ride them around and, and fight other monsters with it. So um, I really like that they kind of made that a simpler thing to do in this game. It's kind of like a big focus of it is kind of doing those attacks and um, and getting on top of the monsters and riding them around and or you can also like run them into walls and do damage to themselves. So if you don't really need to go fight another monster and you're just you can get on top of the monster you're hunting and run them into walls and it takes big amounts of damage and then you can you know once you get off the monster will be stunned for a little bit and then you kind of beat the crap out of him. So um other than that like I've I've been enjoying it a lot. I've been kind of addicted to the the loop. The gameplay loop of Monster Hunter has always been really really fun. Yeah. And this one is no different. Um I've been playing a mix of online with just random people uh and uh just single player 
Um, it seems like they really tune the single player to be more easier, I guess, than if you're playing with multiple players. You're playing with multiple people. The monsters are a little bit tougher, or at least they have more health, it seems, uh, which is fine. Um, so I've been kind of doing a mix of that stuff, but I've been kind of uh, dabbling in weapons that I've never really used. When I played Monster Hunter World, I really focused on the bow because I got frustrated by being in up close to the monster and just getting the crap kicked out. Yeah, of yeah. So I you wanted can't, to... You can't do a lot of like move canceling. Like once you got one of those weapons, you pretty much committed most of the time to what you Oh yeah, do, once you so... swing, like you're yeah. you're done. And so I got frustrated in Monster Hunter World with like, I would think I was using um, the Switch Axe in Monster Hunter switch World for a while. Switch Axe is my main, I love Switch Or the Charge Blade. Charge Blade, is that, charge, is that something? Yeah, charge blade, charge blade is a thing. Uh, there's also the just the Bone Axe the, or the Big Sword. Uh, yeah, the, the Great Sword. Yeah, there's great like sword. The, the regular sword. Um, so I actually uh, have not been playing the bow or any of the bow guns or any of like the the ranged weapons. I've been I've been playing. I started with the switch axe. I I played with the regular long sword for a while. Uh, I made the uh, the big club. I think is what I don't know what it is. It's like the big club. Yeah, the like thing the you swing old. around and around and around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the slow, really, really slow, but hits yeah. really hard and breaks and breaks a. Uh, um, stuff off. Off. And then I've landed on recently, I've been playing with that hunting horn, the one that buffs everybody around you. Hmm. Um, and I never had tried that weapon before in any of, the, any of the games I've played, but in this one, it's got a really cool combo. And it also, depending on which horn you use, you get different buffs. And so every time you attack twice with your strong attack, it plays a song and everyone in your party gets a buff of like bonus attack or bonus defense or uh you know you consume less stamina or you get a little shield or you get plus to elemental damage or things like mm -hmm. that and so uh it's a really cool item to have or weapon to use when you're playing online but it also works great just by yourself like it's got a really satisfying set of combos that you can use uh the silk bind attacks which are the ones that use the wire bugs are really cool and uh, I've been having fun dabbling with that. So I'm about ready to kind of maybe move on to another weapon. So I had played the switch axe. I played the regular club. I played the long sword and I'm playing the hunting horn. I'm probably going to switch over and try out the uh, great sword next because I don't really like the sword and shield guys. No offense, Jared. Not a fan of the shields. Uh, I like Man. these big weapons. If, if they had the buckler. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Monster Hunter Rise is fantastic. It is on Game Pass. I don't think they have the uh, Sunbreak uh, expansion that they added. I don't believe that's part of the Game Pass edition. Has, in I fact, don't know I if that, even... has that come out yet. I wonder that's if out. that's is it. Yeah. It's, been, it's been out. It's been out on uh, at least on Switch. It's on Steam. Okay, I just don't know if it's a part. I, I'm I'm positive it's probably not part of the Game Pass version of the game. And I, but I I can't see anywhere on the Xbox app to purchase the expansion. Yeah. Um, so I'm just playing whatever. And I, I would imagine I still have a lot of content to kind of finish up. Um, I, well, this can be I, like I mean, hundreds of hours long. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. And, and I, and I did roll credits on the story, like as pointless as the stories are, like there was a, a story about the rampage and these monsters are attacking. And well, I, I solved that. I solved that problem oh, for good, my village. Good, good. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I, my village is fine, but there's still these other monsters that need hunting. So I'm that, that whole cast of characters was really counting on you also as you're the, the first hunter in the village. Uh, I'm, I'm the only one. I'm the only one that could really do it. Yeah. The um, chosen one. That's right. Uh, anyway, it's really good. It's, it's, if you have game pass, like and you've never played a monster hunter game, just know that it is not a button mashy, it's more akin to the combat from like, like a, a Dark Souls, Souls yeah. compared to like a button mashy like God of War or Bayonetta or something like that. Mm -hmm. It is definitely a more methodical type of combat. Uh, but I think that if you, once you get into it and you kind of understand it, like the gameplay loop itself is incredibly addictive and very satisfying. You're basically, you know, fighting monsters, 
taking their parts and crafting armor out of them with different elemental properties or whatever. Same thing with your weapons. And so there's kind of like this rock, paper, scissors, not maybe not rock, paper, scissors, but elements uh, that are kind of good against different um, monsters. It's kind of MMO um, light, isn't it? Uh, but but yeah. with, with a much better and more in-depth combat system. The, the combat is really good. And the, and the thing is, you're always mixing and matching your armor. So it's like, yeah. depending on what monster you're fighting, you're going to prepare yourself differently. And so you're going to go eat different food to kind of give yourself buffs. You're going to put on a set of armor that will counter whatever element the the... You know the monster is, and you'll equip a weapon that's, you know, that will do well against that monster depending on the element that it does. And so there's right. a lot of uh, a lot of prep work going into a big fight, and that probably that gets even more important the further on that you get in. The and, game and then the, the cooperation element, you know, stronger. when you're playing with other people, and you want to complement and kind of play off of their strengths, and you know, yeah. I mean, part of the satisfaction is when you get like a just a, a crack team of monster hunters, and and you're all playing in rhythm, and you're all doing what you're supposed to do. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nice. It's a good game. I would try it out if you have Game Pass. Give it a shot and let me know if you want to play. I'm down to play. So, so you know how in the southern hemisphere you have possums and in the northern you have opossums? Is that Um, how that works? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah. And so that's that's where Legrand and I are this week with video games. He played Rise. I played A Rise. Uh, the Northern Hemisphere version. Of, nice. Um, ta- I, my game this week is Tales of Arise, which is hmm. very Tales? different for a type of game that <laughs> I normally play. Yeah, why, why are you playing a weird JRPG series? I don't know. <laughs> it was on sale, and it was great on the Steam Deck. I was browsing the store on my Steam Deck. So I was like, Steam yeah, Deck is sure. going to make Jared into a I weeb. love Bandai Namco <laughs> games, says Jared. So <laughs> I, I fan, always huh? play these. It is I, I, okay. I have some positive things to say about it. Um, okay. I've, I've played quite a few hours. Um, the combat system's kind of cool. Like I, I, I'm starting to get to a point where I can't tell if it just has a lot of depth or they're just adding crap on top of crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Welcome to JRPGs, bud. Like that's yeah, it, right, game. right. So that that's kind of where I am in in the game and the overall content or like the like the flow of the game and like the production values they're fine like i like the art style is kind of neat um it's a it's a little cartoony but whatever it's got some flair to it uh it's it's open world it's kind of semi-open world i guess it's like you can go to different places in the world but they're pretty linear uh you're kind of like walking in an outdoor hallway um which is fine like whatever there's like monsters to fight and they're like what what really surprised me was it's like uh, Link, the second Zelda game on NES. Oh yeah, where you you run into where, and then where you run starts. into guys on like the overworld. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it's like. So you'll run into like one guy, but and you can you see him. Fight. It's not it's random like encounters, right? No, no, no. It's right, not random. Um, the story is uh, okay. You know, you're like these oppressed people. <laughs> you know, fighting the the big bad guys or whatever. Uh, the acting is just too anime for me, though. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yep. uh, you know, and what it's actually done is um, it soured me to just like the production values of other games and the way they execute. See, here's like, the thing. Here's the, and I think we've <laughs> talked about this before. There is no such thing. And I know Dale has a difference of opinion about this. There is no such thing as a JRPG. There are just RPGs, but some of them are anime. And that's it. 
That's that's what it is. Is there's a genre of stuff called anime, and that's what this is. So it, I realized the other night because like I'm like playing in uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla in bed. Very different game. Um, it kind of doesn't. It kind of takes itself seriously, right? And it's like there's like dialogue going back and forth, and I'm like playing in bed on GeForce now. And the wife's like looking over, just laughing. I'm like, it's ridiculous, I know. And so like now I can't unsee it. All these interactions in these games, I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Tales of Arise broke me. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's true. There and that's why but the thing is that I don't think the Japanese games are much different from Western games in that regard. I mean, I think, you know, there there's like plenty of that going on. In the West, also for like, sure, there's, there's for a sure, a lot of crummy stuff going on, and the, so and if, so the, the really exceptional ones rise to the top. They ta they arise they to the top. <laughs> so so if you can get past the like the the guy who wears an iron mask and his name is Iron Mask, um, <laughs> it's it's a little it's, a, it's it, like when his like, when his parents named him, it was just and it's like solid, and he's like, I don't know how I got it, I can't remember. <laughs> I've been like, stuck right, in bro. here for so long. I can't even eat. Like I was <laughs> born in the darkness. You merely adopted it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty over the top. But if you can get over that, if you can just like turn the sound down or something, maybe <laughs> just turn the voice acting off, you'll be okay. Now that uh, the gameplay is, is, I can. The gameplay is pretty fun. I, I I really enjoy kind of the combat and like the the missions. They're pretty straightforward again so far. But uh, I'm I'm into it. I like it. It's great yes. on the deck too. By the way. On the deck. Game of the year. 2022. Yeah, that's right. Steam deck. What has the deck done to you, Jared? What has the I, deck wrought? It it it's done amazing things. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh hey, I'll jump in. Uh so I've been playing something that I've been threatening to play for a long time, but didn't I, I could swear you've talked about this like six times on I haven't. Episodes. No, that's the thing. I, like I I've talked only, about it once a while ago. I've only met you I don't think you haven't talked about this though, have you? you oh no, I about, haven't. No. Because I didn't like it. So, yeah. So, it's different. Uh -huh. So, I'm talking about Axiom Verge 2. Uh, sequel to the greatest Egovania of all time, Axiom Verge. Axiom even Verge. better than Super Metroid. Better than Metroid Dread. Uh, nope. Axiom Verge. Uh, <laughs> so, here's the thing. Axiom Verge 2 feels different, but it's not super different. Um, so, it is a sort of lo-fi aesthetic... Um, Egovania game, uh, full-on uh, homage to, to Super Metroid. Uh, one man, Thomas Happ, makes the game, makes the music. He, I don't know if he did the music this time, uh, but he's like a one-man show. He can do whatever he wants. And he does. He does exactly what he wants with this thing. And the thing that I really love about Axiom Verge, and I think that it has carried over into Axiom Verge 2, is... Most Egovania games, most of these, they'll be like, your first ability is the double jump. You can jump two times. And he's like, nope, your first ability is you're going to travel to a pocket dimension uh, and, you know, travel, you know, underneath the regular world map and go, come out on some other spot. Subspace? Your, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to be doing that. And then your second ability is you're going to throw out a drone and that drone is going to be able to climb up walls and you're going to be able to fly around with that drone. And then you're going to be able to pass through walls and then you're going to be able to attract these rifts out of there wherever they are and magnetize them to you and you're good and and by the way at any time you can hack any bad guy all the time and make him either explode or join your team or whatever and i really appreciate that about axiom verge i just i feel like it is so smart and different and it just and it doesn't 
it doesn't do those little baby steps that a lot of those kinds of games do where it's like, well, now you have missiles. It's like, no, now you are going to, I mean, whatever. Like, it's just, it's way over the top all the time. Uh, Axiom Verge 2 is a little bit different from the first one in that the first, and the first game you played is Trace, who is like this metaphysicist who's also an action hero or whatever. Uh, in this game, you play as a CEO of like a major corporation in the year 2050 or something who has some personal issue that I haven't really figured out yet, but also is in Antarctica and travels to another world or something. They're, they're sort of loosely related, but the, but the, the two games are not overtly apparently connected. So for people who really liked Axiom Verge 1, the second one might be a little bit of a turnoff because you're like, where's the character I like? And what, you know, how it's because it is really different. The aesthetic is very um, like, oh, what would you say? Like very Indian subcontinent. Like there are references, like the music is very Indian. Uh, hmm. There are references to Mesopotamia. Um, the, 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 the world that you've traveled to has already had other travelers there who are now stuck there and they've just started building their own little, like there's some Russian scientist team from Antarctica and they just decided to set up a little town or something and they just live there now. Um, you, uh, the, the, the abilities that you pick up are actually these like avatar, um, entities who have been put into jars, but when you open them, they infuse into your personality, but then one of them turns evil, spoiler alert, and then you've got to like chase her down or whatever. And, uh, you know, and there's different biomes. Got way farther in this game than I got. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so there are a couple <laughs> things that, that I don't like about this. Um, one, really the main thing that bugs me about Axiom Verge 2, I, I, the, the jury is still out on whether I like it more than the first game. I, I think it, I think it, maintains a good level. I think the music is more sophisticated. The music in the first game that Thomas Happ also made was very, um, uh, like almost grating in some ways. Like there were digitized voices going, oh, 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 and it just wasn't, people didn't uh -huh. always like that. In this, the, the, the music is much more high fidelity. I think like it's, it's what? still very Indian and you still have like a lot of chanting and stuff, but it's yeah. not, it doesn't grate against you. Is the main character's name Iron Mask? Because <laughs> uh, I only I exclusively play games. Games where Iron Mask where is the main Iron character. Iron Mask is the main character. No, um, but but the thing that this game has kind of rubbed me the wrong way is that uh, it it is very it it does not telegraph anything to you. So I have played sessions of this game for like an hour and not made any progress. And for a game like this, that's bad. Like that's not, that's a good, why I stopped. Yeah. That's exactly why I stopped. I did, had no idea where to go. I didn't know what to do. It wasn't yeah. leading me along. There was nothing directing me like coming off of, sorry, Metroid dread a couple of weeks ago. That was very, yeah, that led you were talking open, about open, like yeah. open and Metroidvania like, but at the same time had a critical path that you would just had do. a nice, had a nice, it eased you into everything. Yeah. Like there was like, I got really lost really quick on this game. Like I didn't really yeah. know. Yep. And that was, it was frustrating. It, it was frustrating. It, I agree. And I've actually had that. And, and the, I, the, I've played once and a half times where I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know where to go. Um, the, the thing that, that I eventually kind of figured out though, is that, um, you know, the newest ability is the one that you're going to start using. So for example, this, this whole idea of the, of the pocket universe, the sub, subverse or whatever um it, it it's always there in the background and you can see it there's a, an ability that you get that lets you see the things that you're kind of doing and, and the things you're looking for the map is very uh you can set reminders anywhere it'll tell you like your next objective is b33 and it'll actually show a glowing thing there but you've got to figure out how to get there and sometimes it's through this subspace idea and 
and and and so what happens is I ended up on a couple of occasions just kind of beating my head against like, I don't know where I'm going. Is there some little place on the map that I didn't explore yet? And I actually made progress that way. And so I'm not sure if the game is set that way to where you've just got to kind of figure out where have you not been that you can kind of go now. Um, and, and that worked out for me. And then I was just like flooded with progress. Like I'd be like, okay, now I've got like three abilities. I'm finding all these secret, you know, energy tanks. I'm, I'm, you know, getting all the skill points and, and it would just kind of come and just like, blah, blah, blah. And so then like, I was cool with it again. So it, but, but it, there was kind of this like frustration hump to get over. And then it was like downhill and I'm like, we, and then I ain't got no time for that, man. I ain't yeah. got no more time for that. I, yeah. I did. I did reinstall it though on the PS five and I was going to replay it or start it potentially. I also have it on, Epic Games, I think it's Royal. I think I, I think it was exclusively Epic Games on PC for a while. I, that's true. I think I think that's right. Yeah. Anyway, that's where I have it. But I installed on the PS5 after you were mentioned it. I think that you were going to play it, so I'm like, oh, you know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood, but maybe because of Metroid Dread, maybe I am now, but probably not. Maybe you're just kind of gassy that day. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's really hard to look up because I tried this when I was uh, when I was, you know, not making progress. It's hard to look stuff up for this game in a walkthrough because everybody's like nobody's played it. Nobody's played (laughs) it. No, no, they have. But it's like all of the abilities are like these 13 syllable names that are like, you know, Rama, Hasha, Vandra, whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. I just that's by design. I, Thanks, look, I just, I just wanted the boomerang. Can somebody just use the word boomerang? You think that would make the <laughs> search engine optimization easier? I don't know, but I think Legrand is right. But I think, you also have to know how to spell it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a lot of letters. I mean, I, seriously, it's difficult. But I think you're exactly right. I think Thomas Happ is like, you know what? I'm just going to do this because I think it's cool. And, and I think he <laughs> did. And he's good at it. And, I, and he's got to be a brilliant guy. Um, but there are some things where I'm like, you know... Maybe for those of us who are less brilliant, maybe I can get like an arrow or something sometimes. It'll tell me. Generally That's what happens direction. when nerd nerd developers like just start doing their nerd shit. You know, like, I feel like this is like a John Carmack. Like, yeah. You know, if John Carmack was left to his own devices to make a game without John Romero, like what would he come up with? Yeah, right? exactly. Axiom Verge. That's what yep. he would come up with. Yep. Yeah. So I'm still I'm in, right now. I'm in a wee moment where I've, I'm like just feeding on progress. Uh, I'll, I'll have to kind of wait and see if I get to a nadir and then have to claw my way back up again. But I'm enjoying it so far. Oh, you will. Um, the, the first game I think was much more revolutionary and I think that's just how it is with games like this, but, uh, provided that you are interested in something that is a little unorthodox, but still is really well constructed and, and it's, it's, you know, all of the abilities, it's like, how can you let me do this? My third thing that I unlock. And yet it is, you know, there's still a challenge to the game. I I think in some ways he's just flaunting the idea of the typical Egovania style game. Um, and he does a really good job at it. It's just, you got to kind of raise up your game also, you know, if, if, if you're sort of more on the double jump level where you're like, I just want the double jump, That's this may, this may not be the game for you, but <laughs> the it super is, missiles, baby. Let's yeah, exactly. Go. Exactly. But, uh, it is, uh, up until today, as of this recording, if you're watching us on YouTube, you still have chance to get it on the PS plus collection before it leaves. Uh, other than that, uh, it's on oh, the right. storefronts. So. Yeah, th- yeah, I played this because it was on PS Plus, uh, so I got. I'm playing this on the PS5, and it does. Hype it does use the hype, but wait for PlayStation I, Plus. I apparently. was. I, I was. We sure. all thought Jeremy was hyping by, but no. Hype and wait for PlayStation I'm hype, Plus or Game hype, Pass. Hype, but wait for. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's it. But still good. <laughs> and I still out. recommend it to a certain subset of people, and I'd be happy to talk to you about it uh, on our Discord. But uh, Axel Bridge too. All three of all three of you in the world will would happily talk <laughs> about it. Yep. Anyway, I'm sure it's fine. Again, I, I I haven't installed in two locations right now, so nice. The chances that I'll play it is probably about slim to none. Yeah, we'll see. 
Nice. Well, in the interest of uh, moving this show right along, I can quickly cover the game that I've been playing because it is Mario Party Superstars on the Nintendo Switch. Nice. Uh, my kids asked me for this a few months ago, and um, I was like, you know, all right, I just need them to do something for a while and you know be relatively quiet so uh they got a new game and uh but yeah this past weekend i was like hey you know i need to play something new because i I haven't and i've got like an hour to kill let's uh let's fire this game up let's mario um yeah so uh one of my daughters uh was there and, and she was like yeah let's play and she ended up playing half the game and then getting bored and then handing it off to my other kid, my other daughter, and, and she finished out the game with me. Um, and this is playing like a 10-turn, you know, 10 is all right, but I, I can identify with that when you have a 20-turn thing and you're on like turn 16 and you're like, please. Yeah, just please. let's get it over with. Um, yeah, because each turn, so there's it's four players, right? Even though we only had two human players, there's two CPU people that you populate with four. in this game. Yep. Which, if you don't know, this game is, it's like a greatest hits of Mario Party, um, but it's like, I guess only the ones on the N64. They like yeah, they went is. back and took those old um, boards <laughs> yeah. and uh, revamped them for them. the HD era. Um, you know, this is the first Mario Party game I've ever played in my life. No oh. joke. So I don't really have much to compare it to. That's um, one more than I've ever played. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's a little bit instructive because um, there's just a plethora of mini games that you do. Uh, so the whole thing is centered around a very basic, you know, board game where you roll a dice and move spaces. And then more often than not, the action that occurs on your turn is going to trigger one of these mini games that you and one to the other three people are going to participate in. And they're just like a variety of, of, different things i think there's like over a hundred of them in this game and i would call them they're like somewhere between mini games and micro games <laughs> they're like you know they're they're all fairly light um and most of them are um something that like you know you'll get very quickly right um and you just do them for probably somewhere between 20 to 60 seconds to determine a winner and there's all kinds of things from like running around trying to collect coins while not getting hit by piranha plants um on from like a top-down view um to like uh there's like a weird puyo puyo like a falling block tetris oh, yeah. style yeah, yeah, yeah. game sort of thing there's one of those in there that i ended up playing like because it was like the first to score 100 points wins and um that actually took a little while. It took like probably a couple of minutes or whatever, but I, I won that one. Nice. Um, and there's just like a million other little things. Yeah, like, like you everybody count get the Goombas on, that run by and there's, Everybody you know, get on the on one beanstalks. platform before the rest of the platforms fall away, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. just all sorts of random stuff that you, yeah. um, they it's they give you a little practice screen for a few seconds before you start the actual thing. You know what, so I, you know what I like to do? I like to play it and disallow the practice oh, so that everybody terrible. has to go into that's it blind. Evil. That's love. It. That's how you pull a hammy. Not a lot yeah. of warm ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, I could see. So, uh, let me again reiterate that we set this game to like the minimum amount of turns before it was over with, and like I said, we had to hand off in the middle because the kids lost interest. Well, the game is very um, like it. It, <laughs> it describes to you everything that it's doing. Now we need to follow the star to the new place. And yeah, it's very handholdy. Um, but I. I I get that because it is obviously meant for like a party of people to sit down and play this and groups of people are famously ill, ill mannered and ill, you know, low attention span, lowest common denominator sort of stuff. So yeah, you want to 
keep it real dumb and, 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 you know, handholdy, I guess. Um, but, uh, anyway, that's enough about this game. Um, I, Thank Donkey you. Kong ended up winning. Donkey Kong was one of the CPU. So I played, uh, um, CPU one. I played Yoshi. Um, my daughter started off as Daisy and then there was Wario and Donkey Kong and, and yeah, Donkey Kong won because he cheated basically. Really? Mm. I play Donkey that, Kong. That's every also time. the name of the game. Like, yeah. You don't know Donkey who wins Kong. until the last end of the game where until everyone gets turn. stars for reasons, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, you actually got the least amount of stars in this game. Therefore, you get 20 stars. Yes, Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is, is kind of funny. Like, it's it makes it so that, you know. You can't, know. I, you can't try. You can't you, take you, it You don't seriously. play the game to win. You play the game to play it. Like, to play the game, yeah. Yeah. This is like Which the I, philosophy of Mario Kart, but like to its ad infinitum, ad absurdium, you know? I think I have a Mario Party game on the Switch. I don't think it's this one, though. Was yeah, there another one another on the Switch one. already? There's, it's like, I don't know, Mario Party 10 or something is like the... Uh, this is the, this is the second or third Switch. one for the Switch. Uh, but oh, this really? one is... This is not the like flagship entry in the series for the Switch. This is the kind of like... I think I HD have Super Remake. Mario Party. Yeah, greatest stats. Super Mario Party is, I think, what I have. Looks like a Switch game. It's fine. Amazing. What, All right. Well, I'll what, move on. <laughs> what isn't releasing this week is Mario Party, <laughs> but we have some other new releases from tech-gaming.com. Nice. Yeah, but nothing you care uh, about. No, nothing actually that good. I, there this was... Is- the, it was kind of a sparse list, so I picked a few out. Uh, uh, Deliver Us Mars from the same folks who brought us Deliver Us the Moon, um, which is, I guess, like an adventure game in Mars, on Mars, whatever. Uh, and Spellforce Conquest of EO? EO? Yeah, it stars oh. Michael Jackson. What? Um, so yeah, Michael the, Jackson. <clears throat> that would be no, so great. No, it doesn't. So Spellforce is uh, classically a RPG, action RPG slash RTS hybrid. Um, This game is more of an uh, RPG slash turn-based strategy game hybrid. So Hmm. kind of interesting if you're into the Spellforce series. Uh, Leaked new Destiny guns. Allegedly. Dot com (laughs) slash podbean. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these are brand new, fresh off the press, I guess. Uh, Braves Rage. Braves Rage Shotgun. That's pretty good. Yeah, Uh, uh, yeah, it's got to be just like, it's Braves Rage. It's actually gauntlets for punching. Oh, cool. I like it. (laughs) Um, and the Pathless. Oh, yeah. Okay. Void Sidearm. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> We're like, yes, very... whatever, whatever you guys said, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, for deals and freebies, the Steam Next Fest is going on now. So a bunch, a whole bunch of demos of games soon to release. Go check them out. There's some pretty cool ones, including Darkest Dungeon 2. You know, I always, because Dale was like interested at one point in Darkest Dungeon. So now whenever there's Darkest yeah. Dungeon stuff, I'm always like, hey, Dale, Darkest Dungeon. Hey, remember that game that you Dale's love? Like, and yeah, Dale's uh, like, hey, he's like, like I've, I've <laughs> not interested in that for five years. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, PS, I'm still interested in it. PS Plus games for February. I'm interested in this. Mafia Definitive Edition, Ollie Ollie World, Evil Dead the Game, and 
Destiny 2 Beyond Light. You can go check those guns Ooh, out yourself. Get those guns. That's right. And uh, I wonder, overall, so I, so here's what I wonder about that. Since I've been playing mostly on PC, can I like get that on the PlayStation and my character links and carries over so I can sort of get the benefit of my PS plus thing with my general character? You're going to so, have to uh, ask somebody who cares about destiny. That's a good point. All okay. Right, we'll move, okay. We'll move so here's my experience on cross platform with destiny too. I do have um, some experience here. PC and stadia were two separate platforms. But so everything I else, had, I had bought the game, like the latest expansions on PC. And so I could play on Steam or wherever. Now, if I logged into Stadia, I played my same characters, but I couldn't play the expansion content. Uh, hmm. Well, then I'm glad Stadia is gone. That's screw right. Stadia. Yeah, screw those guys. Yeah. But their uh, controllers are all right. Dude, I jailbroke their, or they like put out that tool yeah, they did. to make it. You jailbroke yeah. it, dude. They totally out? updated it for you. Well, You're like, look, I jailbroke I mean. this. Well, whatever you call it. <laughs> I jailbroke it. But it's what you did. You broke the software. To, <laughs> totally hacked it's my Stadia controller. I jailbroke Stadia. It's gone now. Yep. Um, <laughs> over on Epic, you can Shame. pick up A City of Gangsters and Dishonored Death of the Outsider for free. Nice. Very good. Uh, over in the news, uh, we've kind of got a theme running this week, and uh, the theme is stuff goes away, unfortunately. Uh, so first off, uh, kind of the biggest thing that I've got here is that the PlayStation Plus Instant Game Collection, which we have enjoyed low these many years, uh, is going away. And those of you who, I mean, it's probably been a couple years since you added these to your collection, but PlayStation has a standing uh, library of like, what, 15, 16 some odd games, uh, including all kinds of stuff. Uh, Resident Evil 7, uh, Crash. God of War. Yeah, God of War, God of the, War, the 2018 God of War, Days Gone, uh, Monster Hunter World is on there, Ratchet & Clank. Uh, actually, a bunch of really good software is on there. Uh, but starting on May 9th, Bloodborne is on there, uh, Detroit Become Human, uh, a lot of first-party stuff. Uh, the Last Guardian is on there. Last of Us Remastered is on there. Wasn't this only available to people who had PS5s, or was the PS4 thing as well? I don't remember actually I think it was just a p i think it was just a ps5 thing and that was kind of like their way to say hey buy a ps5 get, these you get all these games yeah yeah because yeah. it's totally backwards compatible with the ps4 so these are like right. the ps4 games that you can get for the for the ps5 but uh but anyway they but one thing legrand was looking at beforehand is how many of these are on the new uh ps plus tiers and most of them if not all of them are so i think the idea here is they're just kind of folding you know they're up they're up you know what do you what do you call it upscaling their they, they want you to subscribe to their service basically yeah when, when they started money. this the, yeah. the new playstation plus didn't exist and so now that it exists they're like okay sorry nerds so you don't get this anymore yeah so if you add oh. them to your account they are on your account they are not part of any subscription service but that only goes through may 9th uh, so, this oh, so may, you have to add them to your account and you get to keep them? Is that Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, because they people were getting them and I mean, it's just added to your library. So it's not part of Sony doesn't do that. Do you thing have to that, maintain your PlayStation Plus I account? don't think so. I don't believe really? so. Yeah, uh, because weird. the way Xbox was doing it was if you got any of their Xbox One games as part of Games with Gold, you would have to maintain that. And if you let yeah, it Yeah, but these aren't Games with Gold, though. This is a PlayStation Plus. So, exactly. So that in contrast, this was, you know, you would just get them and you would get them. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so on that note, uh, Microsoft though is delisting a bunch of Xbox 360 games from the Xbox Live Marketplace, and that includes uh, a few 
uh, I don't know, significant, culturally significant RPGs, including uh, Blue Dragon, which is the... Um, oh, Tori- the was launch it? title, wasn't it? Uh, well, I don't know if it was a launch title. No, but shortly it was, after. It was, it was like a 2007 Yeah. But it was, uh, I think Akira Toriyama was the guy who did that. Maybe it was yeah, something else. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, and also uh, Lost Odyssey and all kinds of things. Uh, oh, so Lost Odyssey is, was good. I like that game. Yeah, yeah. So, and some of them are pretty inexpensive now, but... These were never digital only, though. I mean, they were, you know, they're hard copies. Correct, of correct. These predated the, the digital future that we live in now. Um, but... Uh, it's not to say that they couldn't bring them back. It's kind of hard to say right now. So if you're didn't, nervous about it, well, it, it, says, it says here that they're still they're still available on Xbox Series X and also Xbox One. You just can't get them from the Xbox, the 360, Xbox 360 marketplace. Store. Okay, there we go. That makes which sense. I mean, well, let, let's commend these guys because next month the 3DS like eShop is going away. The Wii U eShop is also going right. away, and, meaning that the software is no longer available anywhere. Uh, you, you can still download it. You just can't buy it anymore. And so, I mean, we're talking two console generations back that were still supporting the marketplace, which other console, like the Vita marketplace is gone. By, by the Retronauts podcast standard, right? these are retro games and they're still supporting them. So there's. Correct. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say is like yep. it's, it's it had, it had a good run. Again, they're still available on mo- more modern Xbox consoles, which is. Is a good thing, I guess. Yep. You know, it's not like you can't play these games. Yep. So. That's true. Uh, also going away, a couple of games that have uh, come out, one of them in the last six months. Uh, so these are some uh, online games, including um, uh, Knockout City, which is a dodgeball multiplayer game that was uh, an electronic arts uh, joint. Uh, there was also Rumbleverse, which I think is the one that came out six months ago, something like that, which was a battle royale melee rather than guns kind of game. Uh, a couple of other things over at EA. Um, uh, Ax- uh, sorry, Axiom Verge. Um, Apex Legends Mobile. Apex Legends. Yeah, I was <laughs> trying to think what that was called. <laughs> uh, and then also uh, the Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, or not Call of Duty, Battlefield. Not Battlefield Call of Mobile. Duty. Yeah, for some reason my link didn't load up, so I'm going from memory here. But uh, those things are shutting down, and again, some of them just in the last year or so uh, that they've that they've come out. So uh, I didn't even know that Apex Legends or Battlefield had a mobile game. Yeah, I I, I had that them. same exact <laughs> thought when I that, read well, this list. And so, you, so you wonder why they're shutting down? That's why, yeah. Like us who you know literally talk about video games on a podcast every week don't know every that these week. games exist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably a problem with your That's marketing. Right. That's right. But uh, we mentioned a little bit earlier John Carmack being kind of a weird uh, you know, Asperger's kind of uh, developer, uh, but he does have some, I don't know. Sorry, if someone out there is offended by that, let me know. I apologize. Uh, but uh, the Echo VR uh, uh, metaverse feature is is shutting down. So he wasn't talking necessarily about all of this stuff, but he had some feelings about the idea of shutting things down, even if there are a very limited number of users. Uh, mm-hmm. He says that for him, a major focus for him is to... Uh, maximize user value and to not take away from from those things. Uh, He says that um, you should be uh, disciplined about your process, plan ahead for stuff like this, and, uh, you know, basically not denigrate the user experience at any point. Uh, Rather than killing something, 
uh, do things like spin it off into other services. Or one of the things that the uh, Knockout City is going to do is they're going to actually allow user servers so that you can actually continue to play the game. Uh, that's what uh, needs to happen for all of this stuff. stuff. Yeah, agreed. It should Absolutely. happen for everything. I agree with that. I, I agree with yeah. that. Uh, he says that he's very much into just, I, I, and I have to be a little bit careful with this because I understand what he's saying here, but he says, I want to preserve everything. And I think on some level there, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, Carmack is a smart guy, but uh, it seems like, you know, may, maybe, maybe. Some, I'm not some things argue. can be lost, like tears in rain. Like tears in the rain. Absolutely. Sea beams, sparkling at the Ten Hauser Gate, all of that. Sea breams. Yeah, all of them. Uh, so, uh, that, that's kind of just a theme for this week is a lot of stuff kind of going away and shutting down, uh, similarly kind of adjacent to that, uh, Bloomberg asserted in a report that Sony had cut production on the PSVR two based on disappointing pre-order numbers. Uh, they, I believe here, they said that they had forecast 2 million units down to 1 million units and, um, you know, which the thing is expensive. It's more than the, than the cost of the PS5 itself. Uh, so I can understand that it's not, you know, I, I'm very hyped, but not pre-order on PSVR 2. Uh, but uh, Sony came back and said that they have not halved their uh, production, uh, you know, their production uh, machine. Uh, they're Sony to responded by saying, uh-uh. Yeah, no, you, no, you. <laughs> Uh, but they've actually said that they're seeing strong enthusiasm from PlayStation fans for upcoming launch, which will include more than 30 titles, such as Gran Turismo 7, Horizon, Call of the Mountain, and Resident Evil Village. Uh, but the, you know, the thing is, it's 550 bucks to get the thing. So, and none of the none of the old software is going to work on it. It's, it's big... I'm, I'm hype, but wait for the killer app. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really, I want to, I want to try it out. Yeah, me too. Me and too. And I may, I may have some extra cash burning holes in my pocket. That may go to a Steam Deck, but may go to a PSVR Ooh. too. I don't know. Steam yeah. Deck, the gift that keeps on giving. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, last item of news I've got here in Big Boy News is that the Dice Awards are coming up here and Tim Schafer is being inducted to the AIAS, that's the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame. Uh, and uh, of course, Tim Schafer, uh, famous for starting out with uh, LucasArts games, uh, doing a lot of point and click adventures and, and sort of comedy games. Uh, more recently, Double Fine, doing things like uh, Psychonauts and uh, Brutal Legend and um, Broken Age uh, and all kinds of things. And uh, he is going to join people like Ed Boon from NetherRealm. Uh, Todd Howard is in there. Hideo Kojima was there from a few years ago. Dan Hauser, co-founder of Rockstar Games. Sam Hauser, uh, also that same year. Gabe Newell is there. Uh, Greg Zeschuk and Ray Muzika from uh, Bioware. Bioware. Uh, you know, Peter Molyneux from 2004. So they've been doing this, it looks like, going back to 1998. The inaugural inductee, it looks like, here is Shigeru Miyamoto in 1998. Sid Meier, 1999. Uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, whose game is being delisted from Xbox 360 storefront. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Lost he's... Odyssey. Yeah, exactly. So I, you know, pretty credible selection. Uh, kind of looking over here, I don't know that I see anybody that jumps out at me. Mark Cerny's on here. Uh, Michael Morheim from Blizzard. Richard Garriott's on here. Trip Hawkins. I, I feel like uh, Schaefer belongs on that list. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think the, that's the stuff he's done. I think is. Uh, Call me when Cliff Blazinski gets added. You know yeah, that's true too. Oh, sure. Cliffy B, boy. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> so this year. Uh, 
we we have uh, Tim Schaefer getting his shots, but uh, some years it looks like they've done a couple of guys. So it looks like if you are part of a like a dynamic duo or something like that, like the the Bioware Doctors or or the ha- the Housers, uh, you can get in there with a couple of guys. Is but John Romero in there? I don't see John Romero in here. Or Carmack, Carmack and Romero. Maybe let me just double check it here. Romero does not uh, appear in the list. Him. Tim Sweeney's Tim Sweeney's in there. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when whenever Romero does get inducted, though, you know they're going to have to call back to the, like, he's going to make you his bitch line. Oh, right? no. The Daikatana. John, John Romero is about to make AIAS his bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, that's going to do it for our big boy news this week, but we're going to round out the show with our snooze speed run. Start that music. Did you say snooze speed run? Snooze speed run. <laughs> Uh, EA has reportedly canceled a unannounced Titanfall single player game. This is why we can't have nice things. I can't believe it. It, it, it was Titanfall Mobile. It was Titanfall 3. <laughs> and it was gonna be awesome. I hope it was Titanfall Mobile. It better not have been Titanfall 3. Uh, Sony is rolling out Discord voice chat for the PlayStation 5. A lot of people seem excited about that, but I'm sort of like, well, okay. I, who, who uses Discord? On PlayStation, Voice I will. Channel. I will Not tell you podcast. why. I will tell you, people who use crossplay with console and PC will be able to use Discord with PC players because PC mm. players don't use in-game chat; they use Discord. Right. All right. So okay. I, I have a buddy who just got a PS5, and he's been playing Overwatch with PC players, including some of my friends, and looking forward to having Discord. He, there. He's so like I, on I Discord, valid. like on his phone. Nice. Probably. I don't know. But again, like I, I think, I think, I think it's a valid thing, especially as crossplay becomes more and more prevalent in yeah. games. I yeah. think it's valid. I hate that it's news. <laughs> it's, true. Yeah. it's true. Just do it, y'all. Well, we'll call that we'll call that one snooze. snooze. Speaking of news, the first ever video game Grammy award has gone to Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Ragnarok, or, or Valhalla col- colon Ragnarok. Colon Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, the expansion. Was, uh, I saw the news. The um, the composer for that she got the the grammy which was pretty cool cool. that is cool that's awesome actually uh blizzard has uh, been dealing with cheaters in overwatch 2 and they have quote-unquote actioned over fifty thousand accounts for cheating in overwatch 2 and they are so fed up they're so tired of it all that they're going to start going after accounts targeting accounts that are playing alongside cheaters wow splash damage that's right uh, here's here's some shit right here. Are you ready for this? <laughs> uh, U.S. judge has dismissed the Nintendo Joy-Con drift lawsuit because the users agreed to the end user license agreement, which disallows lawsuits. Oh, I knew uh, it. I knew yeah, that was going to get us. Uh. <laughs> they, I mean, you didn't read the Eula, Eula, Eula the Eula? before you uh, started playing your Switch? Which, Eula? Where, where is the Eula for the Joy-Con? That's what I want to know. Yeah, does it mention? I, it probably mentions hardware in it. I'm sure. I would love to see what it, I would love. To, I'm sure it says in this. I'm article, gonna find that judge. I'm gonna punch him in the face. This is the speed run. I mean, the judge is just doing what legally is in the legal. I don't care. I want to punch the law in the face. Yeah, punch fight the law. lawyers. Fight yeah. Shigeru Miyamoto. Like he'll he'll fight you. Nobody's ever fought the law. I'm sure it'll go well. <laughs> um, yeah. So also speaking of people who fight things. Uh, YouTuber Logan Paul's CryptoZoo NFT game is a scam, and now he's got a uniquely generated class action lawsuit all to himself. Nice. 
Nice. Stored on the blockchain, so it'll never uh, go away. Yeah, I, I, I right. whole guy is a scam. Um, speaking of scams, Dragon Age Dreadwolf footage leaks and shows God of War style combat. Oh, what do you Dragon Age guys think about that? Uh, uh, that's, a, that's a nod for me, dog. Dragon Age. Hands. Dragon I'm, Age is about making a character that could be a healer, or could be a magic guy, or could be an axe. But what if you can heal the crap out of someone's face? Mm. Just wait until EA gets acquired, like I predicted, and then mm -hmm. it'll all change. <laughs> what if they get acquired by uh, Sony Santa Monica? Dude, what if? What if? They're going to get embraced. Kratos <laughs> uh, last... himself is going to acquire EA. <laughs> Boy, uh, the Last of Us, uh, Last of Us TV show episode five is airing early to avoid the Super Bowl, uh, which is this Sunday. So I think it's airing on Friday night, something like that. Oh, so, weird. Yeah. So just FYI, you're not going to have to make. Is it going to be the last of them? The last of them. How many episodes are in that series? Are there nine or ten? Uh, you know? something like that. Plus a second season. I've been watching it. It's pretty good. I yeah. have only watched one episode. The, the, my daughter and I are watching it together and. Jeez, I love a, a Sunday night prestige HBO drama, but come on, Last of Us. It's it's fine, but you I will say this. You should watch it. It's, I, it's no Uncharted. Let, let me say something that I think is right. really critical and important. All of the new additions that they've made, I think, are not better. They're not improvements. I'll just say that. Mm -hmm. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, finally, in the news of the whack and the news of the we don't care, uh, Nick Offerman, who is in Last of Us, Please, uh, he hasn't played a video game in 25 years. The last one he played was Banjo-Kazooie. I just loved it. hearing Nick Offerman say Banjo-Kazooie. Like, what isn't that... Casual. What a trip. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What a fake game. Here's the thing, actor. though. He said he said that it dominated his life to such a... He had to get all of those jiggies. Wow. He had to get all of the jiggies. He, did he call them jiggies? I, no, he wow. didn't. But I know he know. But you oh. know what? Nick Offerman knows what jiggies are. If you were to meet Nick Offerman, you could ask him, hey, did you get all the jiggies? And he would know exactly what you Does were talking about. Does he know about. the name of the witch villain? <laughs> Gruntilda? Is that her name? Gruntilda? Gruntilda. I think oh, my gosh. What is wrong? You guys know all that? I've never played a Banjo-Kazooie game. Sorry. Not well, sorry. there you go. Or a ukulele. Uh, what, does Nick play. Offerman is he waiting for Banjo Three? He says that it dominated his life so much that he he's not going back to video games ever. It's the last video game he's going to play. Wow, that's it. It truly wow. is. Well, what does he know? What, what a world, actor, what a, guy. What what an act to hang your hat on. You know, that's right. Going. <laughs> I know. I just love it that that's the game. Like, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? I and think he's got it right though. I mean, uh, all of us should have pieced out of this hobby decades ago back in the late 90s. after like Mega Man 2 or something we yeah. should have just been like that's it leave at the top well, video games peaked with Mega Man 2 honestly yeah, so. yeah. well guys uh, we're going to peace out here with the Game Bite Show podcast I want to thank you very much for making it to the end of the show with us uh, especially on our new feed uh, if you have friends who are podcast listeners uh, let them know that we are now on every podcast service available Spotify Podbean iTunes Google Everything. Stitcher. Not Stitcher. quite Google Amazon. yet. Not Amazon quite Google. Music. Amazon, Amazon music. music, we're there. You can search Game Bites Show anywhere Acast. on the internet and get there. Bcast. That's right. Cast. Hey, and let us know what y'all think about our cool new thing I've been doing on the YouTube chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, getting like little timestamps and stuff. That's right. Yeah, so. time, I've been... Uh, 
linking the articles that we're mm-hmm. discussing and the Wonderful. games that we're playing. Good, what the good. deuce? That's Dude, right. We're a value-added cool. uh, show here. Why didn't I do that the whole time? A value-added show. It's only going to happen when Jerry's Just like moving the podcast to a new service, it requires effort. We're, yeah, a little bit. You know At what? least for a week or two. When, when the going gets tough, we crank everything up to 11 and do everything as hard as we possibly can. And so then right. burn out and give up. <laughs> Our social media game is still very weak, though. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find us at Game Bite Show on Twitter. You can also find us individually. I'm at Jeremy underscore Lamont. Uh, I'm on Twitter too at Legrand. <laughs> uh, I am technically still on Twitter. This, this would have been a time to make a break, but it's like no podcast ever ends without a, doing it. We've got to do this. That's do we have I, a, do mas- do we have a Mastodon? I've, I've, I got a Mastodon account. Do I've you? got a Mastodon follow, account. Follow I'll these guys on Mastodon. The, whatever. Tell people where to go. Find but somebody already taken Le, at Legrand, so I'm not. I'm not going to oh, use yeah, it. Mine is, done. Here's the thing on on Mastodon. I'm still Count Elmdor. But I couldn't tell you what server I'm on. Mastodon.social.net or something. I don't know. Something like that. It's like the Final Fantasy 14 of social media accounts. Like, what server am I on? I don't know. Yeah, because your username is like at whatever at server. Um, but I think I think you can search across multiple servers. I bet I'm, I haven't even used it a whole lot. What? How does this work? Uh, yeah, nobody exactly. knows. So, we'll so here's out. here's the real way you get a hold of us is you go over to Discord. Discord. Gamebyteshow.com, which now will take you to our Podbean page, where you can find the link to our active Discord server. Open invite there, always. Uh, and of course, of course, uh, those of you watching us live know better than anybody. Find us over at youtube.com slash gamebyteshow and watch us live. Get pre-show content, maybe post-show content. Content, content. That's what we're all content, about. Here. Be content. Be content with, with our content. Just be happy, guys. Jeez. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that is going to do it, though, for this episode of your Game Bite Show podcast. And uh, like I said, spread the word. We're, we're new and improved, but still somehow the same as we ever were. Uh, doing it all for you. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody, and we will see you next time. Uh, later, I guess. Bye. Bye. Bye.